Good morning, everyone. Coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm your host, Teresa Watkins. I'm a landscape designer, horticulturist, and garden author. Thank you for waking up with Lizzie and me. I want to say a hello and a big thank you to the Greater Orlando Orchid Society. I met all the members this week when I gave a talk on landscaping with orchids, and they're a wonderful group. If you'd like to learn more about growing orchids, the Greater Orlando Orchid Society members are very helpful, and they're generous with their experiences. I couldn't believe all the beautiful orchids that I saw. And uh, they meet on the third Tuesday of the month, 6.30 at the Beardall Senior Center in Orlando. You can Google Orlando Orchid Society for more information. So it's a great group. Wonderful if you'd like to learn more about orchids. They have lots of fun, and uh, I, I just enjoyed meeting them so much. Good morning, Lizzie. Good morning. That sounds like so much fun. I bet you were just so happy just seeing those beautiful flowers. Oh, I'm telling you, I was in heaven. And they know, they know so much. I was talking with John, and he knows names of hundreds, if not thousands, of orchids and their scientific name. He's just phenomenal. Uh, Carrie was there, Steve and Jim. They all they all were just great, and they love learning and teaching. And so it's a wonderful group to get into uh, that if you're interested in learning about orchids, you know, join a group, join a garden club, uh, you know, uh, Florida Federation of Garden Clubs all across the state of Florida has wonderful garden clubs. There's a lot of orchid societies, bromeliad societies. Uh, just look for in your, just put in the name of your plant, your city, and say club or society, and, it, and it'll just pop up. Oh, that's actually a very good idea, because I know like a lot of times that there are flowers and uh, bushes and trees and that I've been interested in, and uh, but I didn't know, and I felt dumb. I'm like, oh, I'm so dumb. I don't want to be around, and you know, but it just seems like they're so welcoming whenever you're around the people who have the knowledge, like you, like you're willing to share your knowledge, which, I you am. know, it's very comforting. I, I love to, you know, and it's, I, I share too much sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So how was your week? It was good. Can't complain. Did you see any of the Queen's, uh, you know, funeral procession and... It was quite touching. It was. It was. It was very interesting uh, to watch the her country honor her. So, and I think what is the funerals on Monday, Monday right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to be able to watch it, but I am going to turn into the news afterwards later on that night. Um, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, it's quite quite touching. So I was very interested watching last night them stand, um, and you know, to in solemn silence, they stood for 15 minutes. The royal family around the coffin. And the oak coffin was draped with the Royal Standard of Scotland and a circular wreath of white flowers. And it was made up of sweet peas and dahlias, phlox, white heather, and pine fir. And um, the pine fir was from the Balmoral Estate and also from their um, gardens at Windsor. And so the wreath that they had on it, they had a separate wreath on it that contained spray, spray roses, Freesias, button chrysanthemums, dried heather, and uh, some uh, spray ernigium, foliage, and rosemary, hebe, and pittosporum, all white or green. So it was very touching, very solemn. But the, the, the significance of the flowers is placed, that they were placed on the queen's and also on Prince Philip's coffins. Sweet peas are the birth flower of April. That's the queen's real birthday. And in the language of flowers, sweet peas signify departures and goodbyes. Oh, okay. That's the symbolism. And then the white roses are associated with loyalty. And freesias are symbolic of friendship and perseverance, a touching nod to their long-lasting marriage. So that was very, very um, touching. They um, also, so the queen loves flowers. And the, um, the roses... Okay, so there is a rose called Queen Elizabeth, but there also is a uh, a new rose that's called Rosa Queen Elizabeth, and it was just introduced this year to commemorate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. And then there is Elizabeth, a tall silver pink rose that's been bred by the Royal Horticultural Society in honor of what it would have been Prince Philip's 100th birthday. So there's also a orchid, speaking of orchids, the Dendrobium Queen Elizabeth II, 
which is named after the queen during her 1972 tour to Asia. And then there's an evergreen, um, oh, so the orchid has long arching flower stems that carry up to 20 long-lasting yellow flowers. And so another um, uh, plant that's named after Queen Elizabeth is the Camellia japonica, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. And it's a peony-type rose um, camellia with salmon pink flowers that blossoms for two weeks. And it has showy blossoms, and it was introduced in 1953. So um, lots of of honorariums in the plant world um, in horticulture for the queen. I wonder if she was able to pick out what she wanted on her casket. Yeah, I'm sure she orchestrated everything. Because there's some flowers out there that I'm just like, ugh, uh-uh. And no. so then I would have been really upset yeah, if somebody no. had put that on there just as honor, per se. But, yeah. Yeah, she 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 um, wrote it all out, or she organized it all. Um, and she even, um, usually there is, um, as they're marching the coffin through the streets, there usually is songs and bands playing. And she um, had it. She she didn't want any music being played as the coffin was going through the streets. So she orchestrated it all. Oh, well, good for her, me. I mean, everybody would have been, you know, dancing it up and hooping and hollering. And there you go. That would have been mine. So, Lizzie, did you know this? Hummingbirds are the only birds that can fly forwards, backwards, sideways, hover in midair, and even turn upside down. No, but I'm sure I'm fixing to learn about it. We're going to be talking about that in the first hour. We're going to be taking your phone calls, one 2967 or you can text 23680. We'll be back with more of Better Lawns and Gardens if it's Saturday morning. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit flhsmv.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol, Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. Recently, I picked up my grandson's backpack and was shocked at how heavy it was. Do you know the average student backpack weighs anywhere between 12 and 20 pounds? That's a big bag to lug around. Now, you may not carry a backpack anymore, but I bet you know what it's like to feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. What burdens are you carrying today? Are they relational, financial, stress from your job, difficult health situation? The Bible tells us to cast your cares upon the Lord because He cares for you. Now, the burdens will not magically go away, but they will seem lighter and easier to handle. You can find peace even in the middle of life struggles. Give Jesus a try. He loves you, and he will help you carry your burdens. What have you got to lose except a backpack full of trouble? This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. 
Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away so give us a shout right now 800-398-0651 800-398-0651 that's 800-398-0651 Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm so glad that you're here. You can text us at 23680. Let us know you're out there. If you're drinking a cup of tea this week in honor of the queen, uh, you can let us know that. I always drink a cup of tea. I was going to say, you must honor the queen every day. (laughs) I do. If you missed our show last week, oh, I'm kind of sad. That was It was a good show. And so uh, you don't ever need to miss Better Lawns and Gardens. Um, but I announced last week my um, Best of English Gardens and Chelsea Flower Show Garden Tour, which is going to be May 16th through the 25th next uh, spring. And lots of wonderful people are going. On, just We're going to have a great time. It's going to be a small group. Uh, some of the gardeners, they want to learn how to garden. Others just love looking at gardens, and it's going to be an incredible historic time to visit London and the surrounding historic sites that we're going to be seeing with the passing of the Queen and new, the new King George III events. I hope you'll think of joining us. You can go to betterlawns.com to find out more about our special garden tour uh, next spring, and we'd love to have you. So in late August and September, hummingbirds start packing their bags that are heading to South America for the winter time. And uh, it's important to have that, that rest when they come through Florida or as they're on their way down. You want to make sure you have a lot of fresh nectar plants and a water supply to refresh and make the last leg of their journey. Um, you know, it's going to be, um, they're going to be able to uh, withstand because they just fly straight across the Gulf of Mexico, right down there from Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, and they come right down to uh, the uh, to to South America, Mexico, the uh, Caribbean area, and uh, the, there's some that uh, stay all year round in South Florida. Now, these usually are the hummingbirds that are um, older; they're weaker, you know, and and possibly injured. They don't make the trip; they stay in South Florida all the time. They're retired. They're retired. They're actually snow hummingbirds. <laughs> And so, uh, they'll, so they'll be last leaving in September. But I wanted to um, bring up some of the new plants that are coming on the market that, um, that you will be seeing that you can plant so that they will be here in the spring, early spring, March, beginning of March, uh, middle of March. Hummingbirds start showing up here again. And so um, Diane Blazik, she's the executive director at All America Selections, and these are all the new plants that come on the market. They test them, and they see which ones are going to be selected to send out to the country and uh, have gardeners planting them all over. And she is also the executive director at the National Garden Bureau, um, National Garden Bureau, and she is a member of the Garden Communicators International. She lives in Chicago, and she sent out these wonderful plants. And I have to tell you, Lizzie, um, I just love them. And so hummingbirds live only in the Americas, North and South America. They don't live anywhere else in the world. 
Of the 338 species known, 16 are found in the United States. So think of how many live in South America. Wow. And three live, um, live occur in Florida. And so that would be the black-chinned and the rufous hummingbirds. You can see them here in the wintertime. And the ruby-throated hummingbird is the most common hummer in the state. And so fascinating about them, they're feathered. They're only about three inches long, hummingbirds. Three inches long. Oh, wow. Do your fingers like they're that. They're so three little. Inches. They're so little. And, uh, and they weigh as little as a penny, one quarter ounce. And the, um, the name of the ruby-throated hummingbird describes the brilliant part of the mature male's plumage. And the throat feathers contain, guess what, Lizzie? What? Air bubbles. Uh, what? They, they, the throat feathers contain air bubbles that give off an iridescent red tone in full light. Isn't that fascinating? That is. Their backs are metallic green, and they have two sets of tail feathers, two green ones in the center, and that cover eight outer black ones when they're folded. And so in the fe- females and the juveniles, the black feathers have white tips. So if you're seeing a ruby-throated hummingbird, if it has white tips, then it is either a female or a juvenile because the males lose the white tips as they mature. So these tiny birds have voracious appetites. One hummingbird visits an average of a 1,000 flowers each day in search of nectar. And they're also beneficial garden guests because they feast on tiny insects like gnats and aphids to satisfy their need for protein. Okay, so when you're looking at those aphids on your plants, kind of think of, you know, that, that that's what hummingbirds are looking for to eat as well as getting the nectar from your, from your flowers. So, uh, you know, their size, they, hummingbirds have the largest appetites in the bird world. They feed every 10 to 15 minutes from dawn until dusk. And during this period, they eat more than half their weight in food and eight times their weight in water. If I did that, y'all would have to roll me into this building (laughs) and out and cut some doors off. (laughs) So hummingbirds have developed two adaptations to help them survive the hours of darkness when they cannot feed. Uh, First, they eat as much as they can before dark. And during their night, their heart rate and body temperature drops to cons- I'm sorry, to conserve energy. So if they did not go into this sort of daily hibernation, they would likely starve. Oh so, wow. Yeah, That's so it's so fun. important to entice them in your in your gardens. And so uh, the humming beaks aren't like a straw. Instead, they lap up nectar with their tongues about thirteen licks per second. Kind of like a dog or a cat, maybe yeah. when they're drinking water. Yeah. But they do it 13 times a second. So that's pretty incredible. And hummingbirds can remember every flower they've been to. What? Every flower they've been to. And they know how long. This is what's fascinating. They know how long it will take that flower to refill its nectar after they've sucked it all out. Oh, wow. Or licked it all out. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. They go, okay, gotta, I'll be back here in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, my dogs do the same thing. <laughs> so they may be the world's smallest birds, but their tiny, their tiny brains process amazing amounts of inter, uh, information. So um, nectar-rich plants attract hummingbirds, and you can add a feeder near the plants. Also benefits the birds. You just want to make sure to keep the sugar water fresh and dye-free. There's no need to add red food coloring to homemade hummingbird food. You want to use a four-to-one ratio when preparing hummingbird food, four cups of water, one cup of sugar, boil to dissolve the sugar, and then cool completely before adding to the feeder. And you want to only use pure cane white sugar. So uh, I, I, I love that. So uh, let me get you to the plants. Um, the first one that I fell in love with is the Salvia Hummingbird Falls. It's a 2022 Green Thumb Award winner. It's a trailing salvia, which looks great in hanging baskets, or you can use it as a spiller in your favorite window box or color combinations. It's hardy in zones 8 to 11, but can be grown as an annual. And I'm going to post all the photographs of these, these plants on Better Lawns 
on Facebook. So okay. you want to catch that later. Then there's the Lantana Hot-Blooded Red. It is a bicolor bloom that looks lovely when you plant them. They add pops of red color that attracts hummingbirds. It grows only 12 to 18 inches and is a perfect choice for borders, patio containers, or mass plantings. It is sterile, so it's not going to be invasive. And you can grow that in zones 8 to 11. And then next, oh, it's just amazing. The Mandevilla Medinia. It's called an elegant velvet red. Mandinia elegant velvet red. And so, yes, hummingbirds love red. But unlike the many wildly vining, excessively tall mandevillas, this pretty compact bushy vine, it stays small for smaller gardens and patio containers. So it's really low maintenance. It blooms throughout the um, spring, summer, and fall. It tolerates drought and resists diseases. And it is perennial, which means in South Florida, Central and South Florida, it can be grown all year round. Um, but, uh, you know, further north, it can be grown as an annual, zones 9 to 11. Now, Lizzie, I sent you the petunia bean, bee's knees. Did you see it? Those are really pretty. Aren't they? I don't think of petunias as being yellow. No, I didn't. I love them. These are trumpet-shaped, brightly colored yellow blooms that you can place in hanging baskets, containers, and window boxes. Hanging baskets are great for hummingbirds. It was the first petunia to win the coveted All-American Selection Gold Medal since 1950. And so it is just a wonderful burst of brightness, that yellow flower. Yes, the hummingbirds will love it because it has nectar in it. Hummingbirds know these things. Okay, and so that is wonderful. I've got more, but I'll, I'll publish them all of, uh, on Facebook. You'll see all of the plants. I appreciate Diane Blazelek sending those out to me from the National Garden Bureau. And you can go onto the ngb.org website to see more of their gardening blooms and plant selections, All-American selections. Are we able to grow like the butterfly uh, bush? Are yes. we able to grow that here in Florida along with the the was it petunia bee's knees? Yes, yes. The budlias, we can grow definitely a great butterfly attractor. It's not, you know, there's some varieties that are invasive up north and they don't recommend them. Not me. I, I like them here in Florida. They're not invasive and the budlias are purple. They smell great. I love to make potpourri on them. And so during the summertime, I'll cut the blooms off and just stick them in my closet and in my drawers my my closing drawers my bureaus oh nice and and they smell really good you can make a nice lovely potpourri out of them and they make beautiful cut flowers so they look wonderful in glass vases in your dining room in your living room or on your your breakfast table oh i bet i bet so we are going to take a break right now it's the perfect time to go um to get on board to call or you can text lizzie at one triple eight four five five lawns that's one triple eight four five five two nine six seven, or you can text me at two three six eight zero. Let me know you're awake and what you're drinking. Perfect text message has your name and your city or your location. That's going to help me know how to answer your question, and uh, you know it gives me um, the information that I need to uh, you know give you the correct advice. Yeah, the more information that we know, the better than she'll be able to answer your question. And also to go to our Facebook page. We have a lot of great uh, followers this week. So appreciate it. And uh, if you'll go and like our page and give us a five-star rating, Lizzie and I would just love you. We, we love you anyway. We're going to go be right back. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. This is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800 712 8082 That's 800-712-8082. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Easy Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. Easy Knock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give Easy Knock a call right now. 800-382-7624. 800-382-7624. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline Travel Hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. If you're new to Florida, just starting a new garden hobby, I would love to help you. You can give me a call, 1-888-455-2967, 1 888 
or you can text me at 23680. You know, you're not alone with your gardening questions. I get an email um, or text messages after shows usually and say, I love your show because I have that same problem and thank you for answering it. It helped me out and, you know, solve the issue and you helped me too. So, uh, you know, you're not alone out there to help somebody out. Tell them your gardening question. You can just uh, give us a text and let us know. All right. So some of the native plants that you can plant for hummingbirds. Okay. Uh, plants, um, the red buckeye for central and north Florida is a wonderful small tree that has beautiful red flowers on it that are tubular shaped and they are wonderful. Hummingbirds love that. It's the red buckeye. You can also plant a bottle brush tree and hummingbirds will be visiting your garden every year. And then on um, for shrubs, you can be doing the butterfly bush and that grows very nicely. Then also the coral bean is a native species. The coral bean um, it has a little bit of thorns on it, but it's a beautiful flower and uh, likes dry, sandy soils. So it's a good, it's a good, um, you know, one for central Florida. You can see it all the way down to south Florida. Fire bushes are wonderful. I, right now, I'm just enjoying planting the firebush uh, calusa, C-A-L-U-S-A, and it looks lovely in the landscape. Quality green specialist in the land carries them. They are uh, like I said, a wonderful native species, and if they get um, knocked back by cold in the wintertime, they come right back, so no, no worries. Then the red star hibiscus, which is another native species for near lakes and shrubs, the hibiscus coccinius, it is a, a wetland plant. It can take wetter conditions, and of course, hibiscus always like to have a little bit more moisture. Fire spikes. They are wonderful for attracting hummingbirds. They bloom in the summer and the fall. And then also uh, the wild azalea up in North Florida, uh, the rhododendrons uh, varieties uh, or species. Um, they are native and hummingbirds love them. For vines, we have cross vines, trumpet vines, and coral honeysuckles. And then for Florida, I mean for flowers, butterfly milkweed, all the native species, um, then the shrimp plant is another one. It is a non-native, but it hummingbirds love it too as well. Cardinal flowers and obedient plants. And so uh, those are some. And then um, four o'clocks. We had um, a, a email a, um, a few weeks ago about a four o'clock that popped up in a garden. And it is a wonderful, uh, you know, um, annual that you can put in your garden. It looks great in cottage gardens. All right. And so uh, let's see. I want to go to right here. So we have uh, Janice in East Orlando. She sent the perfect email. She said, hi, Teresa. My lemongrass needs help, and I'm hoping you may have a remedy. And she said, thank you for your assistance. Well, thank you for emailing. I love to help. So um, she sent me a wonderful photograph. Well, it's not wonderful that she has the rust issue, but she has a diseased lemongrass, and uh, it's a fungal disease, rust. It's caused by excessive rainfall, which we've had a lot of rainfall this week. On Wednesdays, there were some areas in central Florida that got five inches of rain. So we do, you know, this is our rainy season, so it's to be expected. But it also, you get rust from overhead irrigation. Now, what that means is that plants don't need to be watered overhead. The only thing that absorbs water is the roots. And so, you know, if you're watering overhead and we're getting rainfall on top of it, plus our humidity, we just have those perfect triangle there for getting disease. And so you just want to make sure that you're not acerbating the issue. So um, what I want to do is I want to make sure that uh, Janice, your lemongrass, not planted too close together. You want to have good air circulation. Don't plant them up next to the foundation of a house where they're not going to get good breezes. Then I want you to cut it back down to the ground in the wintertime 
dispose of all the leaves, don't leave any on the ground, and then um, periodically prune out or thin out uh, your lemongrass. Make sure your lemongrass is weed-free. That's going to, you know, um, help. And then also they like dry soils, so don't overwater them. So lemongrass is a great one for a xeric landscape. Let's go to Eileen in Polk City. Good morning, Eileen. How are you? Good morning, Teresa. I am fine. How are you? I am great. Uh, I'm listening for the chickens. I don't hear any this morning. You you don't hear the roosters yet? (laughs) Not yet. There you go. Right on cue. There you go. Thank you, Eileen. (laughs) How are you? Okay, so how can I help you? Well, I want to talk about the hummingbirds. Oh, great. They are all over the place because I have that great big fire bush. Yes. And I have three of them. I have one in the front. I have another one by my walkway that I have to contain. Um, And then I have another one in the back. But they also like my shrimp plants. Oh, wonderful. And and you're in the perfect place, too. They love my hibiscus. I have one in the front and one on the side in my flower bed. Oh, it sounds wonderful. You know, when I said you're in the perfect location, too, is that, you know, you're going to see less hummingbirds in the city, you know, downtown and in, you know, major uh, you know, um, commercial districts, but you're right out in Polk City. It's a wonderful little, uh, you know, location near um, Lakeland right. in Polk County, and right. and they're they live out there. So you probably see them all year round. We do, we do, and you know, it's we're so far inland that I've seen them all year round. Oh my! And um, you know. They got plenty of water. I use the mosquito bits um, in the water. Excellent. Uh, in my bird baths. And, oh, yeah, definitely. And we have had so much rain. I'll tell you what, it rains here every single day. It rains so much that Bob can't, can't mow the backyard. I don't is I don't think he's unhappy about that though, right? No, he wants to get it mowed for <laughs> my dog <laughs> or well, our dog. Thank you, know? you, Eileen, for calling in. I appreciate it. Good job on the hummingbirds. We're going to be back with more Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Ever. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. In St. Pete Clearwater, every day is a beach day. And with 35 miles of pristine, sugary white sand, it's easy to see why. So let's grab the beach bag, the beach ball, and the boogie board. Let's pack the suits, the sunscreen, and the sunglasses. Take a dip in the emerald green waters of the Gulf. And then take in a breathtaking sunset at the end of the day. So let's make a beeline to the beach. And let's shine. Plan your next getaway at visitstpclearwater.com. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 
800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $2 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for $99 and add five more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call us at 800-975-1374 and get your 50 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now. 800-975-1374. 800-975-1374. 800-975-1374. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. We'd love to have your phone calls. 1-888-455-2967. Or you can text me at 23680. Let's go to Jeffrey in Tallahassee. Good morning, Jeffrey. Well, good morning. I hope nobody around Florida complains about rain and water. I got lots of friends out in the southwest, and they'd love to have one day of it. And, you know, we had a really dry June, so we really need to catch up on the water. And, and shh, we haven't had any tropical storms yet. So this is good. The rainfall's is necessary. Exactly. Now, I was going to share something with you. I've got, of course, some hummingbirds up here, too. I put my feeders out every year. But I'll be doggone last year in the fall. I was out, and uh, I don't know exactly the name of one of my plants that attracts hummingbirds. But I'll be darned. I looked, and I said, my goodness, what kind of hummingbird is that? I couldn't believe it. So I ran in and got my cell phone, came out and took a few pictures of it. And uh, had a uh, naturalist come out here to uh, look at the lake I was on because we had some plant growth that we don't want in it. And I showed him a picture of it. I said, what in the dickens is this? And he and he said, you know what? I had some good photographs of it. He said, that's a that's a that's a uh, hummingbird moth. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's a type of moth. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but it's a type of moth that looks like a hummingbird except for it has bigger wings of course but i was amazed i've touched one i have in fact i was so proud of myself when i first started gardening i made a pollinator garden and i had beautiful red and you know flowers and all kinds of things to attract hummingbirds and i saw one out in the yard and i was just so excited so i went out there and i had my camera (laughs) and it was letting me get closer and closer and closer and I touched it. And, you know, they look, they're even bigger than practically a hummingbird. And it was a hummingbird moth. And that's why it, it let me, you know, get close because it couldn't care less. And you, 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 t- you tell me now, and you can, you can agree with me. It does look like a hummingbird. It does. It? it does. But it doesn't, it's not colorful. It's in those browns and kind of sages. It's, it, it blends in really well with the landscape. It's not the, the colorful red throated, you know, ruby throated hummingbird that we, we're used to seeing. 
Well, I'm glad, Jerry, you can confirm that for me so your listeners don't think this guy's uh, <laughs> this guy's, this guy's up too early in the morning without his coffee. No, I appreciate that. But, you know, they're great pollinators, and they, you know, it's just I'm glad you got to see it. And, and you know, always send pictures if you get a picture. Like, I would love to see it, Jeffrey. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, you have a great day. Bye-bye. You too. I loved your story. Thank you. Bye-bye. You know, I was just telling you, wasn't I, uh, yes. before the show, that there's a hummingbird moth, and I told you I touched one one time, and I was so excited because, don't, and this doesn't mean, okay, this is not to give anyone permission to go and try and touch a hummingbird. No, don't, <laughs> but still, you know, that was so exciting. I was like, ooh, I get to touch one. No. <laughs> And so, you know, Jeffrey, I, that's wonderful that he got some photographs of that. one 455 2967 if you're in the garden area, we'd love to talk with you. In the second hour, we have our good friend, Lance Walheim. He's the author of Lawn Care for Dummies. I have to say, when I first started gardening, I needed this book desperately. And uh, he's going to give us his not-so-secret tips for fertilizing our lawns at the end of this month. The fertilizer bans are going to end at the end of September. It will be the time to fertilize, and Lance is going to join us and tell us about his fall garden. And uh, we're going to find out more about lawn care and fertilizing. So you want to make sure you're doing the right thing out there. Yes, definitely. And a lot of people didn't realize that there are actually uh, certain times of the year that there are bans on for on the uh Right. Especially right now, because like Jeffrey says, we're getting all this rainfall. And I will tell you, honestly, if you fertilized any time in the last month, then it was all for naught because the rain has washed everything away, leached it out. And so it's just not a good time unless you're using slow-release fertilizers, Um, you know, those little granule, those little prills. But even those can get, uh, you know, they can um, erode with with the water, the excessive water that we get. But there's no time to complain about that. I know. We, we had flooding in Seminole County. Yeah, I saw our very own Melissa Fox with two X's uh, that does our Florida roundtable and also Good Morning Orlando. She posted a video there in Longwoodish area on 434. Holy cheese and crackers, these people needed canoes to get around. Exactly, it was something else. So what can you be doing in your yard this time of the year? You want to look walk your yards on a regular basis. Okay, and again, this is the best thing that I can tell you to do in your landscape is know your landscape. Know what your landscape looks like when it's healthy. Know what it looks like when you're starting to see insect and disease issues. Write it down. Keeping a garden journal is great because you can look at it and say, okay, last April I started to get a fungus issue. And, you know, uh, or I would probably say more like June, but June and July, a fungus issue, and you can prevent it before you get these issues. So it's a great way to keep a calendar and keep, um, you know, track of what's going on in your landscape. So monitoring it, you want to start start looking for fall army worms. We're getting chinch bugs year round, so you got to look for those. Mole crickets and sod webworms are still active right now. And so just walking through your yard, if you see a little cloud coming up, you know, that's the time to pay attention. You're walking through, look down at the ground, look up so you don't bump into anything, but just walk through the ground, uh, looking at the ground, and you see one or two, you know, little moths or something, no big whoop, okay? Just keep an eye on it. You see 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, a little cloud, that's when you need to pay attention. Now, for sod webworms, when you see the moth, that's not the time to put down the, uh, you know, the granules or the pesticide because it's not the moths that are doing the damage. What they're doing, though, is laying the eggs that are going um, to hatch, pupate, and it's going to be the little larva, the caterpillars that are going to be eating your, your, your turf. And so that's when you want to put down your pesticide. So always get, um, you know, the correct pesticide. Look to make sure that the bag is labeled for sod webworms or fall armyworms or for uh, mole crickets, whatever you're, you're looking for. Make sure it's on the bag and then follow the instructions. The label is the law and that's going to be how your issue is going to be controlled. Just putting down a pesticide you know, just putting down a fungicide, just, 
you know, putting chemicals down willy-nilly without any kind of reasoning is, is not a good idea, okay? It's just important that you um, understand what you have. And if you don't, then you can go to your extension office and they can identify it for you. Now, how do you know where your extension office is? Well, on Better Lawns and Gardens, I just posted the link to the government list. You can put in your state or your zip code, and it will bring up your closest extension office, no matter where you are in the country. So it's on Better Lawns and Gardens right now. You can go like our page. That will be great. You can follow us. Give us a five-star rating. But you can go and see on our Facebook page, Better Lawns and Gardens, and you can get your extension office. There is a link, national link, that has all the offices listed. Yes, we want to thank our listener, Patty. She uh, gave us a call, and she was looking for the extension office in her area. So uh, I looked it up real quick and gave it to her, but I was able to find it on our page. I tell you, we are so blessed in the state of Florida to have the extension offices. We have great support for them in Tallahassee, and the University of Florida is the land-grant university that is charged with overseeing the extension offices, and we are so, you know, fortunate that we have so many in each county. Yes, definitely. Yeah, because there, there really is one in every county, correct? Every county. I, I think there may be two or three that are kind of rural counties that may not, they that they share one, of, right. you know, a tri-county area. But the majority of the uh, 67 counties we have have, uh, you know, uh, extension offices. I want to remind you again, I announced my spring Best of English Garden Tour. That is a dream come true for me. I can't wait to go. I would love for you to join me. It's going to be a small group. We're only going to take a few. It's not going to be large. It's going to be very intimate. It includes going to the Chelsea Flower Show in London, which I'm sure is going to have a lot of uh, memoriams to uh, Queen Elizabeth II. We're also going to visit all the famous um, flower gardens like Sissinghurst, all the historic gardens like Hampton Court, and we're going to even visit Laycock Abbey, which is the cloistered abbey that it filmed uh, the as Hogwarts in the Harry Potter films. And so that's, that's gonna, exciting. That, it, it's going to be exciting. You can find out more about my trips from, uh, you can go on to betterlawns.com. You can see the link right there at the bottom of the page. And you can find out all about it. We would love for you to go with us. From Summit Responsible Solutions Studios and SummitResponsibleSolutions.com, maker of mosquito bits and dunks, I'm Teresa Watkins. This Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. 